This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Stephen's with us in California. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Good. How you doing, Dave? Better than I deserve. What's up? It's an honor to get to talk to you guys today. Um, my wife and I recently inherited an estate from a, a good friend of ours. He was an elderly man that we took care of for about 13 years, and he recently passed. Um, and we're just nervous to navigate the probate process and the the county office that looked over the will, it's a handwritten will, said that we shouldn't need an attorney, but we don't know if we should get one anyways or or how to navigate it. Okay. Um, What what is the size of the estate? How much money is it Uh, worth? Well, his bank account was not... uh, I was a beneficiary, so they said that that stays out of probate. Correct. So they, they just wrote me a check for that. Uh, there is a mortgage on the home of about 150000 still. It's worth probably three fifty, And then he's got a car that's worth somewhere around 10000 and just miscellaneous things other than that. Okay. Um, so you took the, uh, the handwritten will to the county probate department or the probate office? Uh, the public affairs office is who wanted it. We haven't we haven't submitted the probate paperwork yet. Okay. And and he has no he has no next of kin. He was a single man. Um, we were the only ones that he really led into his life. Um, yeah. We were next door neighbors with him and and everything. You know, there, there's a couple hundred thousand dollars involved here in equity. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So what would I do if I woke up in your shoes? Um, the fact that it's handwritten uh, doesn't invalidate it, but it makes it uh, have more potential uh, bumps in the road. It's not okay. it's not as it's not as airtight uh, necessarily. It it could be legally. I'm not saying it legally, but it just it it raises the you know people people uh, that you're dealing with are. So I would talk to a couple of probate attorneys in that county and ask them what they would charge you. Have you priced the service of having someone run it through? Uh, the one attorney I talked to, she said she was going to get back to me, and that was over two weeks ago, and she hasn't called me back yet. Okay. So that means you're not using her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't spend uh, 2000 or $5,000 to do this, but I would spend 500 bucks. And let someone else screw with okay. it. Um, in a heartbeat, right. I would do that. And so I would look for some because if it if it is as the county affairs officer told you, if it is a no brainer for it to just go straight through, it's not a lot of legal work for the attorney. But to have someone that knows everybody down at the courthouse in that area that Helps, can just yeah. walk down there and walk the thing through and knows the judge, and it's kind of like going to traffic court at that point. It's just automatic, right? Um, versus you right. walking through there and have never walked through this landmine before and do not know where the bombs are that you could step on, that would be me. I don't know how to do that. And so I would sure. personally, Dave, would hire somebody to go do that for me. So I didn't just, uh, it's worth, but it's not worth two or 3000 or $5,000 for something that consists of three whole assets, a bank account that's already handed off a car and a house that's mortgaged. Um so right. I, no, I, I wouldn't spend thousands and thousands, but I would spend some money to have someone just uh, that that knows the path through the woods, so to speak. Sure. And then, do I keep his um, do I keep his bills current, or do I let that go into the probate process? 
What um, other bills you know, like are the, there? Uh, his his mortgage, and then we just paid his car registration. Uh, we put insurance on his car because it's parked outside, and we don't want it to, to yeah. get destroyed and, and yeah. or stolen. Yeah. And and you uh, lose the asset. So we yeah. Can, yeah, I would do those kinds yeah. of things. But um, and if, if you don't pay the mortgage, you know you're gonna have to when you, you have to catch it up uh, later on. So what are you gonna do with the house? We might put a fifteen year on it and and get it paid off quick and rent it. What's the interest we, rate? We were right now mm-hmm. um, on that one. I think it's four percent. I wouldn't bother to refinance it. I would just pay on it. Oh, okay. Just pay extra on it. You can pay extra on a thirty and pay it off in six. It doesn't matter. So you don't have yeah. to restructure it. A, it's a lower interest rate than market. So I, I would just keep it. With being in his name, though, doesn't matter. Um, and being a VA loan, doesn't matter. With that. Oh, okay. Doesn't matter. He that's died. He know. died. The mortgage stays in place as long as you keep it current. That's the law. Oh wow, that's good to know. Yeah, the um, the deed okay. of the the standard boilerplate VA deed of trust does not allow them to call the note in the event of death of the veteran. It does. It just okay. uh, as long as you keep it current. Now, if you don't keep it current, they they foreclose on it, obviously, right? But so sure. I would I would just keep it current, and I would go get an attorney, run it through and then let's get the thing paid off as fast as you can you got a nice rental how much more complicated would it be if he had family that were going against the will and it's handwritten oh well all of a sudden you've got litigation costs now yeah because you've got um you know you've got a dispute that's got to go before the judge and you probably i don't know it might be 15 20 thousand bucks now because you got to fight with because of it's being specific handwritten like instead no, of no go- just because you got to fight if anybody wants to fight it okay just cost because it. i'm just thinking like mama- see, the problem with the justice system is it has nothing to do with justice it has to do with you got to pay to fight even if the other person has absolutely no case yeah yeah well, i'm thinking about like mama bear legal forms how easy it is to get a will mm-hmm. right online and mm-hmm. and do you know do a specific will and how much more complicated it is when you don't have a will or you know a handwritten is yeah. like there in the mid- right do you, yeah. like it's the how much it stands up in the legal process it'll stand up just fine as long as it meets the exact same guidelines but it does put it more into question if there's a dispute mm-hmm. because you know what what are they going to say they're going to say this yeah. guy you know th- this guy steven he, he you know my, my dad kind of had alzheimer's and he went over there and befriended him and talked him into writing this thing out by hand and right uh, can- it's, it, it just lends itself more to the narrative of some kind of yep. something like that yep. if, if somebody wants to argue about it yes yes um and you're more likely to have done it wrong mm-hmm. the, because wills are state specific and um a, a written handwritten will is legal in every state but what is required whether it's a notary whether it's three witnesses a witness those are different in a lot of states yep and so it's not a blanket federal law that dictates what a will has to contain to be valid it is different from state to state um and i'm sure california is weird because california is weird on everything when it comes to law (laughs) right all california laws are weird and the other one that's really weird is louisiana because they're french-based law rather than english-based law and so you get all kinds of wacky stuff in Louisiana, too. Um, and, and, you know, and then you've got stuff like Texas and Florida where they just don't even have any laws. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it's much more Wild Wild West in those areas. So it, a lot of, there's a lot of good legislation. I'm just joking around. But <laughs> the thing is, it is very different. And that's why you need the rest of you out there listening need to go to Mama Bear Legal Forms. But let's just say again, because I don't want to get like 73 lawyers sending me hate mail. A holographic, a handwritten will 
is 100% legal and airtight if executed properly according to state laws. The only thing that could, the only, the only negative about it is, or the biggest negative about it is, one, you could have done it wrong because handwritten means you did not get help usually, and you might not have the right number of uh, witnesses or whatever. Two, if someone wants to argue about it, it lends itself more to the argument that to so the story some, that, it, yeah. that a weak old person was unduly influenced in some way, right? You know, by the crazy stepmother or the whatever it is. You know, right. the, the, the arguments that people always have. So, what we always tell folks to do is get a professionally done legal will, uh, legal will for your state from MamaBearLegalForms.com, and then. If there are relatives, and this gentleman didn't have relatives, okay, but if, for the rest of you out there, we're just going to use this as a teaching session here. Tell everyone what the will says. Go ahead and have a reading of the will while you're alive. So if you're going to piss someone off when you die, go ahead and do it while you're alive. <laughs> to just take tell the wrath. You're doing cocaine. You oh get nothing. Oh just tell them, okay? Your cocaine ha- habit gets you kicked oh out gosh. of the will. Just go ahead and tell them now. And that solves it. And then when the cocaine addict shows up, once they're cut later, after you're gone, it keeps it down the lawsuits. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.